What up, world? I go by the name of Jabari. Another Words with Friends podcast is here. And if you're liking the podcast, if you're enjoying the podcast, you can support it with a tip. Go to patreon.com slash Jabari. All right. If you're getting value, if you're starting your week off right with some of these conversations, and if you just like it, if you're just enjoying it and want to support independent media, independent podcasts, then go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jabari, and you can leave a $1 tip, as little as $1, and we do four podcasts a month, so that's just four bucks a month, cheaper than a sandwich, cheaper than a drink, cheaper than something at Starbucks, all right? Patreon.com slash Jabari, and leave a tip for the Words with Friends podcast. Right now, I have my man, Nigel D, a.k.a. The first blogger I ever met in my life, um, a.k.a. Mr. Real Talk and Why. What's good, man? What's going on? It's been a while. Yes, yes. How you doing? I see you doing your thing. Man, I'm trying, man. I'm trying, man. I, I want to first, man, this, there's so much stuff I want to cover with you. But uh, first, and, first and foremost, man, well, how, how do you like to be uh, introduced? How do you introduce yourself when you meet somebody that doesn't know you and they ask you, what do you do? What do you say? Uh, first of all, I say I'm an entrepreneur instead of just saying I'm a blogger because I know I do more than just blogging. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, I do photography, I do video production, and I'm, le- I'm starting to work towards other things, so I just I stick with the entrepreneur title for now. Okay, got it. Yeah, I like to do that too, man. I, you know, I'm not just boxed into one category, so I always like to say that I'm an entrepreneur. First, I usually say I'm a filmmaker, and then I say I'm an entrepreneur. Um, filmmaker does sound kind of cool. <laughs> um, so... Man, you run uh, one of the most popular hip-hop blogs out, realtalkny.net. Correct? If you say so. <laughs> if you say so, I mean... Um, what, uh, what, I mean, first I want to say, man, when we first met, it was at what? At Christian Artigier. The, Chris, the Christian... A long time man, ago. Man, a long time ago. So, so the dude that makes... Uh, Ed Hardy and Vaughn Dutch, Christian Audigier, for those that don't know. Um, Nigel and I were doing interviews outside of his, like, what was it like? He had, like, a store opening. He had, like, L Cool J there. Yeah. It was a cool little event. I mean, I'm not really used... I wasn't used to red carpets at that time, so it was a good experience. And it just felt good to be invited to something like that at that point, because my site wasn't really that big at that point. Were you still a blog spot at that time? I think it was, I don't know, I'm not even sure. I probably was past Blogspot days, but okay. it was when I was just happy to be invited anywhere at that point. Yeah, 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 at that point, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and, man, and then, like, at what, let's, what, what year was this, you think? I can't even tell you. Yeah, that was probably, huh. If it comes to me, I'll, I'll remind you. Maybe two, 2007? Possibly. Maybe around then? Or 08. Or 08, okay. So this is around a time when there weren't that many hip-hop blogs out, right? So like, who who else was in the game at this time? Because I was doing interviews for HipHopGame.com. Hip-Hop Game was around, All Hip-Hop, which wasn't really a blog, but they were around. Narite was around. Um, what else was there going on at that time? Uh, Two Dope Boys was around? Two Dope Boys was around, I think, too. Yeah. Um, but it was like in terms of the in terms of people's like, you know, you go on the internet, you go to you wanted to hear music and you wanted to hear hip hop music. There was about maybe a, like ten places that you could you could let people know that you were going to, and like those ten places were like, you know, people knew about them. You know what I mean? Like like one of them was in an individual's rotation of websites. There was a s- small clique of sites, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So at that point, when that happened. Like what? What? What made you start to like want to even get into the blogging game and and start your own website? Well, pretty much I was in college and um, I didn't really like going to clubs that often, so I wasn't really in the clubs every weekend or whatever. So I just started going to concerts a lot. And I mean, if I go to a concert, I like to be like near the front or front row if possible. So I, I used to get like a lot of good footage. So then I thought to myself, I'm getting all this good footage and it's just sitting on my computer because I'm not going to go back and watch the concert I've yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, I'm going to start putting it on YouTube. And then I didn't really know what a blog was. I Googled it one day. And then I just started a free blog on Blogspot. I was like, I might as well 
put that footage out and let the world see it, you know, because there's a lot of events going on and people never get to see it. There's a lot yeah, of special yeah. moments at concerts, special guests come out, and they just hear about it, but they don't actually get to see it. That's before Twitter, so they wouldn't even hear about it, really. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really bad, like, because I used to hate when I, a big event happens and a concert happens and you just see pictures of it, but you don't get to see the actual performance. Yep. You, just, you don't get that experience, so... That's how I started. I, I started putting out that footage, and I started a free blog spot, free template, made up my own little bootleg black and white logo and everything. Yeah. I remember, I think, wasn't it Wasn't it just like the logo was, uh, was it a skyline of New York? That was before, no. Nah, the first one was like a black and white, oh. some plain, regular-ass looking, real-talking Oh, man. Before I had a budget for a graphic designer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, I, I go back and look at some of the stuff that I've done, man. Like, some of the websites that I've had. And this stuff that I put out, I'm so ashamed of it. It's like, oh, man. It's stepping stones. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, you, of course, it's you like you have, to, you have to start there, man. But, uh, but man, some of that design aesthetic was horrible. Um, okay, so okay, so walk me through it. So, you, you, you make the blog and... You know what? What were you? What were your goals? Were you trying to like get a lot of traffic? Were you trying to get a lot of hits on these videos or what? Uh, I mean, I feel if you start anything, you should try your best to make it as big as possible. So, uh, I was hoping it get big because I, yeah. I I used to look at, like all hip hop and a lot of other hip hop sites, and I kind of felt they weren't doing anything I couldn't do myself. Mm-hmm. So, I decided to start, and I was still in college at the time. So, I mean, I used to like. I printed out some business cards and passed them around <laughs> yeah. school here and there. And I used to, nah, I'm not gonna lie, I used to go to like other people's sites and <laughs> leave links all the time. Yeah, I was one of those people for a little spammers. while. Like, I, was, I was on the soap forums when yeah, soap yeah, was yeah, popping. Yeah, yeah. I was on their forums posting links. Yep. I was, um, I think I did it a not right a few times. I think you know, like, you can't like me for that. That's I, mean, I respect it though. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think when you're I, young and hungry, you do stuff you like do, that. I yeah. think I've seen you like like trolling and doing stuff like that back in the days, man. You like, gotta be like, a savage. Not, not just you, gotta, you gotta be a savage at first. I was on all the forums posting links yep. and just working. I mean, that was before Twitter. You can't just tweet links back then, you know. Yeah, before, yeah, yeah. Like, so you just gotta go out there and for sure, get it. Man. Like, there's no set formula for getting traffic, pretty much. Yeah, no. I mean, that's when I was when I first started doing interviews, man. I, I, I went to my school's library. I just, man, I just like savaged Howard University's library, and I went and I printed out like all my Facebook friends just so I had a list of them, and then. I would go and type all their names and send like twenty five messages. So if I did an interview with somebody, so it was like spamming, sir. Yeah, that was, that was straight spam. That was straight spam. I was just like, and the max messages you could send were twenty five messages to one person or to one you know at a time. Yeah. And I would just send like twenty five messages to like all the A names. You gotta be a savage. <laughs> you gotta be a savage. You was, gotta be hungry. But you know, at the same time, nowadays I would never suggest that somebody go about it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's nowadays, now. it's yeah, easy, it's, it's easier. Maybe that's it's why. Easy and harder and different ways but we'll talk about that later yeah yeah so okay so so what was that initial i guess life of a blogger or life of you know somebody who's because you're we we got cool because we would just see each other at all these events really like every event i was trying to get an interview at you were trying to you was either coming up next or i was like the first one to get in and then you would get it and then you know what i mean it's just like it would build this sort of this you know, you when you when you start seeing people doing the same thing that you're doing, and you see how hungry they are, and you start seeing them out as much as you, you kind of build this respect, and that's what I felt like with you. I just saw you basically everywhere in New York, whatever event it was, whatever concert you were there. I mean, when I first started, I was happy to get invited to anything. Like, yeah. I was just like, yeah, please. Because I just see pictures of events like, damn, I get invited to that listening session. Like, yo, I could have been there, you know. So this is like, whatever they sent me, I took. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a. I think, oh, who was that sent me that invite? Somebody at Def Jam sent me an invite to like a Nas listening session, and I was Jay Z was there. I was just like, Damn. yeah, I was, yeah. I think you got. I was just like, yo, I'm actually picture. Making, Did you get picture? Yeah, of like I got a picture with Jay Z looking at me, man. Yeah. <laughs> he had the, the the evil look at me, like, yeah. who is this nigga taking a picture of me right yeah. now? But yeah, I was just like, damn, you know, I started, I started getting recognition at that point, so I actually making it to events. But life at first was pretty dry because I mean, I was to school, come mm-hmm. home. I went on the computer all day, and this is all this is all the way back in the days. So, so they had I had to go up the computer so I could make phone calls. Yeah. You know, this, <laughs> this is AOL days, yeah. like shit is real back then. You know, oh, like man. I couldn't be on the computer the whole entire day like now, but I had to like get off so they could make phone calls and all that. My mother's mad at me because all the phone calls I go into the house because I'm online blogging. So it was just like 
it was a lot of hours. It wasn't. I wasn't really going out that much as I like now. It's totally yeah, different. But yeah. I had to put in that grind though. So okay. So let's say, when when did you I guess start re- realizing that okay I want to take this seriously? Was it like a certain traffic number or was it a certain like artist that you met or was it a certain event that you went to where was, you're like okay? It was this is um, two things. One, I, I left. I finished college. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it was just like, all right, sir, are you going to get a job? Yeah. <laughs> or are you going to do the site? Yeah, that's the huge question. And it's like, can you make a living off this site? And that's the huge question you got to answer. Um, but then the big thing was, I got an email from Uprocks, which was first Ruck, Ruckus. Uprocks. Ruckus. I thought that was always you. It was, it was Ruckus. I don't, you, I don't know. That's you, how you say it? Uprocks? It's, yeah, it's U-P-R-O-X-X. Hold on, Uprocks. Okay. Yeah. Well, I always, I always wanted it's to say U-Prox. It's a U-P. You want to say U? It's a U-Prox. U-Prox? Yeah, like, instead of Uprox. I, I thought it was, I, was, I just thought it was real talking about that U-Prox. I thought it was Uprox. I assume it is, but, um... <laughs> they, they, they pay you. I'm, why it was Ruckus at first. Oh, yeah. They it was, switched okay, their name okay, to Okay, okay, that's right. But I just got an email one day saying uh, someone was interested in, like, partnering with me. And I kind of, I think I kind of ignored it. Because you know how many spam emails you get, like, yeah, you can't yeah, really yeah. take them serious. So then I got another one, and this one had, like, a, a figure in it, which was uh, <laughs> bigger than any check I've ever seen in my life at that time. So mm-hmm. I was just like, all right, maybe I should take this person serious. So then I called Jared from uh, from Ruckus, and um, we talked, went out to Miami, set up the contract, and then from there it was... The money went a lot higher. Okay, so now explain to people though that because because I know what you're talking about. You're talk- so Uprox is essentially an ad network. Yeah. Correct. And so, but explain to people like what that means when they reach out to you and want to partner with your site. Well, I mean, at first I'm just I was just getting money from like Google AdSense and like little things here and there, but it wasn't enough money to make a living off of really, mm-hmm. and it goes up and down. So with a, like a blog network, they come in, they handle all of the advertising. So they sell the ads. You just worry about putting up the product, putting up the content, and they handle the hosting fees, which was going crazy too. Mm-hmm. When your traffic gets high, the hosting fees is crazy. And then you got to deal with the traffic, the site going down. You got to hit up the host and all that. It's a lot of stress. So they take care of all that and take care of the advertising. I just got to focus on the content. Okay, so now when somebody like them comes in, right? So essentially they're going to now does that mean that they and they flooded your website with ads and it just looked completely different at the time how did, how did that how no, did that we, transition we go? both like they set up a design for it mm-hmm. a certain format a certain amount of banners and then I, I just approve it and then from there it's whatever I okay. mean, sometimes it's takeovers and all that but I mean I have no problem with that it's paying my bills okay so so what made them even interested in you? Was it just like the fact that you were getting some type of numbers and they wanted to have a, a network of websites so they can be able to say, hey, McDonald's, we have Real Talk NY, we have, what, Smoking Section, we have all these other different websites and we can reach this many more people because we have all these websites in our ad network. Pretty much what networks do is they sell a package to to companies, so they want to be diverse. You know, they could say, "I have these hip hop sites, I have these movie sites, I have these sports sites," and put mm-hmm. it all together. And that way, you get way more money from advertisers when they see it's well balanced. Instead of just saying, "Oh, I got a hip hop site, send me some ads," like mm-hmm. it's not gonna be the same kind of. They're not gonna put a campaign like that the same, you know? Same yeah. Thing. Okay. Okay. And. I guess so. Now, are you still working with them? That that's, that's yeah. The, I'm still working with them. Okay. And how have they helped you out in terms of like you know building the site and all that stuff? I mean, they gave me the freedom to you know do a lot of things. I started once I got the contract with them. That's when I really started traveling and started going to video shoots and buying equipment and stuff like that. So and all of this is solely off of just advertising on the website. Yeah. Okay. And so, I mean, how how like how many hits do you need to be getting to you know really be successful on on a web like like just in terms of numbers like what is a successful blog doing traffic wise i used to like back in the days look at my traffic like every day but now i don't even check it no more so mm-hmm. i'm not even sure exactly what in terms of numbers what it is but you definitely need a lot of traffic to be even taken serious at mm-hmm. this point you know that and um Sometimes you might just have a name and I can sell ads too, though. Sometimes people don't even have that much traffic and they make more than people that have more traffic than them. How? Just, just off their name, branding. 
Mm. People's just, you know, like, you know, like some people have sites with their name in it and stuff. So stuff like that, it gets you a lot of ads too. And sometimes just having a niche, like, you have a certain niche, like a credit card blog or whatever. You might be making more money than blogs that make way more traffic than you because they're paying so you more for those ads. Yeah, exactly. like a, so that's why it's different ways to make money. It's not all about traffic sometimes. Okay. And so, what? Uh, okay. So, so when you when you started, like, how did you how did you know that you wanted to expand the website? Like, how you, you said, like, when you started getting money from advertising. You were like, is that when you realized, like, okay, this is time, like, I don't need to get a job now, I can just Once do I this. did the deal, it was just like, all right, let me just at least try this out for a little while before I end up getting a job. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much my whole childhood, I just figured, you know what, I'm going to go to college, because my mother gave me no option. I was going to college, I was end up in the grave, so mm-hmm. I'm going to college, going for something with computers, mm-hmm. and it's being, living a nine-to-five life in the cubicle, probably. And I figured, you know what, it wouldn't be that bad because I'll, I'll make the most of my vacation days and weekends. <laughs> so that was the whole, that was my whole game plan. I, I wasn't going to be a basketball player. I wasn't going to be a rapper. I was just going to have some computer jobs somewhere and uh, have nice vacations. Mm-hmm. But when the but when that ad money started coming through, you were like, nah. Once the ad money started coming through, I started doing photography more. Okay. Because when I first started, I had like a little compact camera and I was doing interviews with him, just holding it in my hand, looking crazy. I remember yeah. my first interview with Sean Kingston before he blew up. And I was just looking, I was just looking crazy <laughs> with this camera in my hand, holding it like... No mic. No mic, nothing. Like, not, even, not even a DSLR, like a regular compact camera, <laughs> looking crazy. But he respected the ground. We still cool to this day. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, once, that money, once the money comes in, pretty much you could focus more and... and essentially make it better. Like... Let's say BT Awards, I could go out there, fly out. You know, I wouldn't be able to just fly out all the time and go mm-hmm. to events like that. But once that happened, I, I remember I made my first trip to LA for game video shoot with Keisha Cole. I know my first time ever going to Cali. That first time I was to Compton, and then I went to the Beverly Hills. So I got a real experience yeah. that first time. Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but see, I think that that what you're saying is 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 pretty telling to to making smart decisions when you have funds, right? So like. Any business, when you when you start making money from it, it's not like, oh, I started making money, like, I'm good, like, now I can buy all these sneakers and do this and that and the third. It's like, you should tr- you should funnel that money back into the business and how, how to make the business grow. So now it's like, you can now, instead of just doing interviews in New York, you can travel and do other interviews with other people outside of New York and put that on your site and that will make the traffic rise, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, when I got the money, I didn't waste it. Like I put it in the bank, and then I bought like a DSLR camera. I think at the time, a Nikon D90, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, tripod, a few business flights. Like I didn't go crazy with it. Like I didn't go buy a car or buy a chain or do something retarded with it. Yeah, yeah. So did you did you want to start off as, I guess, like a journalist? Or were you, you know, were, are you... Even, like, when you're doing interviews and things like that, it's like... Because you didn't go to school for journalism or anything like that, but it's a it's a part of what you do, right? So, like... I didn't... When I first started, I didn't really think that far ahead. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't ever look at myself as a journalist. But as I went along, I seen that... I seen how important it is to have original content, so I had no choice but to do interviews and, you know, do photography to get the original content. Otherwise, nothing would stand out with the site, so... yeah. Making original content was key to me being known, pretty much. If it wasn't for that, I'd be just one of those thousands of hip-hop blogs that nobody heard of. Yeah, or that fizzled out. Um, so, I mean, but you sound like... Because people ask me all the time, like... Or people will introduce me or something, like... Especially when I was really doing interviews hard, like, all the you time. You was doing right? interviews all the time. I was, I, was, was, <laughs> I, was doing, I was doing, like, was, one a week. You was a... <laughs> you was out there. It was crazy, man. But, uh, but, but I think... What people... I think they... People would think that I was like a hip hop journalist. They would be like, you "Oh, were at that point, that was." That but was I, you were. I don't. I don't think so. I don't really. I. I always know. How you define journalist? Well, I think that a. I think that a journalist is somebody who, is like has a writing background, right? I mean, I know there's like visual journalists, there's video journalists as well, and but at the same time, for me, it was it was more so about, uh, creating content and like creating yeah just creating content and creating like entertaining content i i guess i still had like journalistic values where i would do research and i would like try to 
stay honest in in I mean, all you, of my yeah, stuff. Yeah, you got to research your questions. Yeah, you know, what so, so you get to find out what's gonna make headlines and all that. Exactly, it's exactly. all part of the same thing. But but I I just I to me it's like I wouldn't damn call myself a journalist because you feel real like you feel like insulting people that have been going exactly to exactly like exactly. I feel like I'm slapping the it's face. Like, to a real it's journalist. like if I say I'm a DJ, all the DJs that have been DJing for twenty years, they're like, look at this nigga. What yeah, are you yeah. Doing? <laughs> so I mean, but I'm still a DJ. If I'm DJing, right? Yeah. You can't say I'm not. I'm at the party. I'm DJ. What are they gonna say? <laughs> yeah. You at the red carpet doing interviews. What are they gonna say to you? Yeah, yeah, I feel you. So I guess it's just semantics, but uh, okay. So there's levels to it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. There's levels to it. And if and if and if I was ever at a journalistic level, I was at the bottom barrel of it. Like I, I'm, I'm much more comfortable. Listen, calling myself views. a filmmaker. He was getting views. <laughs> yeah. At there's, that time, there's real journalists that's not getting no views. So yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, does it matter? <laughs> so okay. So what? In terms of like the hip hop blog game, man, like what do you think about it now, and like wh- where has it has it gone? Like, are you are you looking around like, oh, this is dope? Are you looking around like, oh, this shit is whack? I think it's it's interesting seeing you know, how all the sites have grown over the years and adjusted and adapted, and how new sites came about. And um, I think right now it's pretty hard to try to start a new site unless you got some major backing. Pretty much, uh, that's that's. I mean, yeah, it's kind of name. Big. You need something yeah. big behind you. You need because you you have to, you have to start off with access that you know a regular blog won't get. You have to mm-hmm. be able to get interviews and all that. So you definitely need some like corporate sponsor or something behind you at this point. But I mean, I'm not gonna knock nobody. Anybody could try, but they're gonna have to have some original content that's pretty fly at this point for people to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Just doing the same old blogs that everybody has. I know people complain all the time. Blogs have the same stories, but it's just like when you watch Ten O'clock News, they all have the same stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I mean, so how do you try to keep yours different? I still, I mean, I focus on doing original content here and there, and um, doing interviews. Going, to, I, I try to go to like a lot of events. I try to give people access to events that they don't get to go to. Like, mm-hmm. I remember I had like video of Drake's first OVO fest. And I had when Jay Z and Eminem came out, like, and everybody was watching that. So I mean, because that's that's the moment that you want to see. Like, see, you don't yeah. want to just it's see like pictures. It's like big in hip hop. Yeah, culture. like you just don't want to see pictures of that. You want to see the whole thing. You want to see the crowd reaction and all that. That's why yeah. I, I provide that. You know. How how do you get this access, or how did you, I guess how did it start? I wasn't getting access. I just paid for it. I did it the, <laughs> just the whole way. <laughs> oh, I can't get press access. All right, I just buy a ticket. Would you yeah. tell me then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said you just day. be in the crowd with your. Matter of fact, like Summer Jam last year. I could have got press access, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to just buy a ticket. I was second row, and I I got some great images. Because, you know, yeah. when you do press, after the first three songs, you got to leave. And in Summer yeah. Jam, that sucks because all the artists come out, and you on the side. Like, damn, I can't get a picture. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it was crazy. So I just said, you know what? So I'm just you So you're still doing guerrilla stuff, man. I still always do guerrilla stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that's never going to change. Yeah, yeah. What was, like, the, the, the latest guerrilla move you pulled? I was at Nas, um... Opening for his documentary, Time is Nomadic, and uh, I got some footage of that. So, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff coming up. There's an OVO Fest again coming up. Uh, there's a, a few things coming up. Coming. Up. I mean, I was at also I was at Social Death Fest, but I mean that was a guerrilla style because JD knows me. Like, yeah. He invited me, but that was a big concert. You know, he had Jay Z come out, he had Usher, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was huge. Jay had that like crazy. So chain I made on. sure. Yeah, that's when he debuted, <laughs> debuted that <laughs> yeah, chain. That chain, yeah. Heavy ass chain, yeah. Uh-huh. So I mean, I got a lot of footage of like stuff like that. Okay, so you know, I want to talk about how how did you start becoming? I mean, because you know, there's a lot of artists that you work with that you're close with. You work with Fab. You work with Bow Wow a lot, um, JD. How did these relationships start? Were they just like, yo, I, I got to get on this dude's website? Like, All right, so I was doing like photography for, for all hip-hop for a little while. Mm-hmm. So I went to a few events and like red carpets and whatever and just took pictures and whatever. But So one time they was like, all right, I need you to follow Fab around mm-hmm. for like a day. I think he was having like a listening session for one of his albums. This was years ago, though. This was like I'm trying to think what album it was. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I, so it's my job to follow. This, what's the album where he's in that blue jacket on on the Brooklyn Bridge? I think what was that? Uh, it it might be. Was that Street Dreams? Was it? I'm trying to think what year it was, but I'm okay. not sure. But um, so yeah, my job was just to pretty much follow him around for the day, just taking pictures of him. You know, standing up for a listening session and. Mm-hmm. I think he went to a car dealership, a Bentley car dealership, <laughs> and yeah, so so I was with him the whole day, whatever, and then we was in the studio, and then I told him about my site, 
So then he put it on his computer and checked it out. And then he added it to his favorites. So then after that, I didn't really see him for a while. But then whenever I did see him, he recognized me. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that he started really going on my site like every day. So mm-hmm. I started talking to him about you know him launching a site at some point. And then, like years later, we actually did launch a site. MyFabulousLife.com. Yeah. Which my was quite big at, at one point. Yeah. So... Pretty much, it was from there that we built a relationship. You know, him checking him checking my site was a big deal. And then at, at that after that, you know, Def Jam started hitting me up to do interviews and all that. So I did like a lot of interviews with Fab here and there. That got like a lot of views, like stuff with cat stacks and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, after you know, I still keep seeing them at, at interviews and stuff like that. That's when I really started working with them. And I, I helped did um, I helped with the promotion for from nothing to something. Okay. So, I mean, I went to, like, I did the behind the scenes for his video shoots and all that, so. No, no, the album that he was dropping was from Nothing to Something, which was in 2007. Oh, 2007 from yeah, Nothing to Something, okay. That's that's the album he was promoting. But then I helped with the promotion for Loso's Way, you know. Okay, Loso's Way was yeah, the album I was, I was talking about. I, did, like, yeah. I was at all the video shoots and did behind the scenes pictures and all that stuff. And, like, okay. set up Skypes and all that stuff for him and all that. So I pretty much did, like, marketing. That was my first time really doing, like, marketing for artists, pretty okay. much. Which was like a natural progression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can market a blog, you can market an artist pretty much. Yeah. That's what, I mean, that, yeah, that, I think that's what all this stuff is about, right? It's just about like natural progressions, man. Like what what do you what do you continue going to do? You know what I mean? That's what life should be Pretty about. much how life is, is you think you think you know what is, how your life is going to be. <laughs> yeah. And then it goes another direction. You're like, shit, I got to just ride the wave. Yep. Like, but it's the people who ride the wave. It's the people who actually like can shift with the tide that succeed and that do well you know it's like if you get hit with the uh uh uh, left hook but you don't know how to like weave that joint you don't know how to take it and bounce back man like that could be the end for some people i think a lot of people go to college and think all right i'm gonna get this degree and get this job and that's gonna be my whole life but it doesn't really work that way a lot of people get a degree and never even do a job in that degree like there's people that have law degrees that never became lawyers Mm -hmm. it happens all the time so you got to just see what opportunities come your way and make the most of it in life. That's how it works. Yeah, man. For sure. For sure, man. So, with, like, JD, um, I used to have, like, a friend at Dove Jam, and then he used to just tell me that, because that's when JD was working at Dove Jam. Yeah. He used to tell me, JD, be on your site. I'm like, word. So then, one time I came up to the Dove Jam, and he was there, and he was like, y'all really be on your site? I was like, yeah, whatever. So then, like, he showed me his, like, recent links, and I had my site up. <laughs> <laughs> So then, after that, I mean, I got his number, whatever, and we just been cool, you know. When he's in Vegas, I come out to his parties all the time, and we always cool. Like, whenever we in the same city, we link up, act a fool. Yeah, I've seen it on Instagram. We have a good time. (laughs) We have a good time. We definitely party. Nice, nice. And then Bow Wow, um, same thing with Bow Wow. Like, I had to interview him for, he he was doing the album with Omarion, I think it's called Face Off, and then... He was like, yo, I'll be on your site every day. I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, whenever people tell me they be on my site, yeah. I always like, yeah, whatever. So then he showed me his phone and had the link on my site. And I even put it in the interview, I think. I don't know. I took a picture of it or something I did. But yeah, yeah. He, had the, he put up his phone and showed the link to my site on the thing. And after that, I just got his number. And we chilled here and there. And, you know, we talk whenever. He's in New York now, so we talk more now. So nice. once in a while, we catch up. Yeah, yeah. So... You know how has the how has the content though changed, man? Because you know a lot of you we're talking about like moving with with the current and 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 staying relevant and all that stuff, right? How has do you think that your blog's content has changed from what it started? I think I do like way more interviews at this point, mm-hmm. and uh, I ask more questions now because people like to be asked questions, and I'm really good at asking questions. It's like especially on Twitter. I usually start a riot on Twitter. Oh, yeah, this man. Oh, <laughs> when I start questions, the whole, the whole Twitter light up. Yeah. Quick. So <laughs> people like that. People like conversations. So it's, 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 you know, it's adjusting to what people like. People like more conversations. People, another thing is you got to be consistent. You got to always have blogs up constantly because I always meet people and they were like, because you know, back in the days, bloggers didn't really blog on the weekends, I remember. Cause I remember oh, yeah, I used yeah. to remember that. Like, they, used to, they used to just take weekends off back in the days. Yeah. And that's why I was like, you know what? On the weekends, I was working extra hard. Yep. But then some people were like, yo, there's only three blogs on the weekend. What's going on? And some people used to say that. I'm like, damn, you really be on it like that? 
And then some people be like, yo, I've been say four times a day. I'm like, damn, so I really got to be on there all the time, pretty much. So it's like a 24-7 job. Is it just you, or do you have help? Um, pretty In terms of blogging every day, it's just yeah. me. I've, I've tried to have uh, bloggers, but they usually start off good and then fizzle out quickly. <laughs> Yeah. That's how, I, that's a common thing though. Because I've heard of that's, friends that's, say the same issue. That's a common theme. Not in. That's a common theme with everything, man. Like with with anybody. A lot of people talk about how much they want to be involved, or hey, I want to help, or hey, I want to do this, and yeah, man, it's like people are just not as hungry as they claim to be. Well, I mean, blogging is a tedious at times. Like, and blogging you, is Sometimes very you just hard, don't yeah. feel like <laughs> you don't feel like it. Like you're just tired of it. Yeah. And then I don't know. It's some people. They'll blog on a site for like a couple of weeks and they feel like they should be getting a lot of money. I guess I don't know, but I'm just like, it's not that what you're doing is not that serious. Yeah. And plus, a lot of times I post so much that it's hard for them to even get a chance to post anything because I'll be posting so much like all day. So it's like, mm. I'll beat them to most of the posts. So, Do I mean, you post from your phone at all? Uh, I try not to. Only in emergencies. <laughs> okay, it has yeah. to be like a major post. Otherwise, I really just wait till I get home. But okay. it's possible to do it on the phone now with the new technology we have. Okay. But it's not ideal. But it can be done okay. if it's needed. Copy and paste it. It just takes a little while, but it can be done. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what... Okay. You know, there's this... There's obviously the, the, the hip-hop sort of blogging thing that you got on lock and that you've been doing and that you've been good at. But at the same time, what I've noticed over the past two, three years with you is you have, you, you, you started doing something called Saturday Night Vixens. And, uh, and for those that don't know, Saturday Night Vixens is just, Nigel will post basically some of the baddest women, uh, and the most beautiful women in the game, in like the hip hop model world I guess and you post them on the website and it would be like 30 pictures and if I ever scrolled on that journal I'd be like wow like what is going on here and uh and I and that sort of became people would come to the site to check for that you know and they would like associate you with uh having these having these women so what what uh having these women on the site what what made you start like getting into that realm and like having that type of content I mean, back in the days, King was big, but then when King fell off, there was not really a place to even see women that are, like, the really, just like, you know, a destination. So, mm-hmm. I started off Saturday Night Vixens on my site, and I would just pick a random beautiful woman and post, like, 30 pictures of her, or whatever mm-hmm. amount of pictures of her. And I was doing that for a long time, and then I fell off, and I stopped doing it. Then I brought it back because it was something that, you know, it made my site stand out from other sites. Because yeah. other sites wasn't really posting women. They was just posting straight hip-hop. So, so that's when I brought it back. And then I changed the format where it was just 30 different women this mm. time around. And with with Instagram, that made my life a lot easier. <laughs> I'm you know, sure back it in the did. Days, you I'm up, sure it did. Back in the days, this is Google Images. And sometimes people would email me like, yo, can you take my picture, put pictures down and stuff like that. So yeah. it was just like, it's a hassle, but... A few women contacted me about it, though, but some of them were happy about it. But uh, I changed the format around and uh, to take advantage of Instagram, pretty much. Like, all these women are posting their pictures online for free. I can take advantage of it. You just <laughs> embed that. I'm, yeah, I'm taking advantage of them posting it for free, pretty much. Since, okay. since they they don't realize they can capitalize off of it, I'll capitalize off of it. <laughs> Shout out to all those ladies, though. So like, they want like they get likes. I'm getting money. So at the end of the day, they get promotion though. Are, I mean, I think some of them are getting like. Okay, what do you just think about the quote unquote Instagram model? Like there are there are models that are like you know traditional models and they're on Instagram. But then there are girls who are just like scantily clad on Instagram, and I don't know how they're making a living. It's not even some my business them, how they're making. Some a living, of them but. are making a living off hosting parties. Mm. Believe it or not, if they get their Instagram followers up, they will get bookings. That's why they got booking emails. Yeah. But some people ain't got that kind of following to be, you know, even trying to do that. But I mean, they get money here and there off the bookings and going to the club, get a few hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Sounds easy to me. I wish I could get booked. But <laughs> hopefully in the future. Um. So okay. So but what? But what now, it... but now I change it to beauties of the week because mm. vixens is a played out term now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. The the girls that. People call vixens when I'm with them, chilling with them. They don't want to be called vixens. Like they don't mm-hmm. want their name no more. So how? Okay, so let me. Add, that brings us to our next question. How did you begin to like get 
cool with some of these these girls because I see I see some of these girls tweeting you all the time, like they want to get on the website, all that stuff. How did that start to happen? Uh, pretty much just going out, going to events, you know, introducing myself. Sometimes they'll they'll see that they're on my site and they'll you know they'll be happy about that and I just talk to them and then I mean I'm a pretty cool guy so when I meet these girls I'm not like thirsty or anything or like trying to chase them down so they cool with me you know it's, yeah it's, one of, it's the guys that are thirsty and try to use whatever power they have to try to get them exactly. like oh I'm an executive here blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> all that stuff is what turns women off with pretty much yeah, yeah, yeah. Mean, that's like the cardinal cool. sin yeah. with, with what men do in trying to especially in the industry that's all they do this. oh my so, gosh yeah, yeah. I don't be doing none of that like stuff that. though so I just be chilling and they like chilling with me man. and they're usually the cool girls so it's just it's just cool nothing crazy and so how did you, did you did I know at some point like you were shooting photography for like certain models and doing stuff like that. Are you still doing that as well? I slacked off, but I I'm gonna start doing photo shoots. So I think it's a natural progression. Especially if you're posting, if you're posting like these beautiful women and people are coming there for that. Why don't why why not shoot the photos that you're posting? Pretty much, yeah. It's it's, it's a natural progression. I'm gonna, it's gonna happen. I I know all these girls already too, so this makes it way easier. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of me just. Get into it. I just I just haven't really had that much experience in the studio. That's what it is. Okay. And I mean, probably buy a few more lights. Yeah. But the the shoots I have done have got a good reaction. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Sydney Dean in Miami. Uh, what, what, what? I guess what's like the future? What do you see? What do you see this stuff going? Like, for instance, like we're, just because we're on like the Instagram models topic, right? Like. Where do you see that going? Like, is it is it going to get crazier with like the amount of girls on Instagram, quote unquote, it, trying think, to be a I model? Think it already is crazy. Yeah, it's cr- I mean, it's 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 like it's at record numbers right now. But like, what everybody think they have a fan base now? Yeah. So, everybody but like, what like what is the future stuff. of this stuff? Like, where, where does it, it going? where is it going? Where does it end? Like, what, what's the next iteration of it? I think uh, the smart ones are going to build a brand off of whatever image and. Fans they have, sort of. You, you know, see how like Terry has calendars and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and I think they just have a focus on their branding. Uh, you see how Drea has, she's on TV. She mm-hmm. has a clothing line. She has a swimwear line. Like Taz's Angels. Taz's Angels. Yeah, another. Ba- I, 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 I found know, myself I talking about these have, girls. Ahead, what, what I found know? myself talking about these girls like over the past three weeks with like three different guys, um, and. And and of and a lot of ladies actually as well, but uh, but they have a clothing line apparently. These girls, for those that don't know, Taz's Angels is like a group of girls apparently on Instagram, and you can go check out like at Taz's Angels or something like or underscore. Just Google Taz's Angels, and um, and they all sort of live in this house apparently in Miami. Maybe they live in know. Taz's house. They live in at Taz's house, and. They have a a clothing line slash I forget what the clothing line is called, but like apparently the slogan is like "Bad, Bad bitches, bitches link up. up." Yeah, and when they go to these different cities, like they host these parties, and then they also have this clothing that they sell. And I, I went to the website, and actually it was like I don't know if the clothing was available, but I was like, "Oh, this is smart." Like these girls have merch. Like I see, it's almost like they're in control of their own reality show on Instagram. That's how I feel like. That, Some that comedians do that too. They have like comedic series on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they get which is too. dope. I mean, which is dope. I it's mean, look at like, how little Terio got famous off of Vine. Like, yeah. it is possible to really market yourself and create opportunities yeah. if you take advantage of it. But I think you should just, you know, you. I think you you have to have an end game, or you have to have a plan, or you have to. You can't just be doing things aimlessly. Like I'm just trying I, I'm to. I'm pretty get sure followers. though, little Terio's dances were dead. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, Well, what I'm saying, I think sometimes you just gotta go with the flow. I think he just went with the flow. Sometimes yeah. you really plan it, you know. But yeah. Sometimes when you plan things, they don't go the way you want to. You're right. You're right. You're right. But what especially I, no. with like internet, you can't just plan what's gonna be viral or not. Like you might think, oh, this is the greatest shit ever. You put it out, nobody looks at it. You're like, damn. You put out some other bullshit and some <laughs> million views. Yeah. You're like, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of got to ride the wave. Like, you can't... You can have a goal in mind, but you can't... There's no guaranteed steps to do, to do anything, pretty much. Yeah, no. What I, what I meant was more so, like, okay, if you're somebody like a Taz's Angels, right? Like, you should be thinking about how to make this bigger than just, like, you know, 
at at this point. But when they first started, what, what were they what were they playing? I don't know. I they just wanted to, they just wanted to get some likes. <laughs> they was twerking for likes at first. <laughs> they went from twerking for, for likes to getting booked to clubs, you know. So oh, uh, twerking for likes to okay. So for instance, like maybe it's like a, like a twerk team too. Like twerk team, twerk team to me is like the OGs of like. Twerking for likes, I guess, or like, I mean, because that wasn't even for likes. That was for like. The crazy thing about Twerk Team, their videos get so many views, but if they had sense, they would have had original beats on the on the video, oh, so yeah, they could have yeah, got yeah, paid. Yeah. But since they was using other people's songs, yeah, they couldn't get paid off those videos. It's certain things like that that I see people making mistakes all the time, like that, that I want to just go and fix. I'm just say, hey, you should be doing this, and like, I just yes, getting a partner account with YouTube is a big deal. It's definitely a yeah. You should never use content that is not your own. You can make money. Yes, but uh, why don't people realize that? I don't know. (laughs) But like, I mean, them using their songs is part of the reason they got popular. Because when people on YouTube search the songs, then they see, hey, I can listen to the song and watch this girl shake her ass. I'm gonna click on this one instead. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, sometimes David is making more views than the actual music video. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Now, even nowadays, man, I'm not going to name names and name companies, but, you know, there are there are companies that are trying to, I mean, just, like, they're trying to hire these Vine celebrities, these twerk girls, and they're trying to say, hey, can you please dance to our artist's song and yeah. twerk in it, and, like, we'll pay you for, for like it. For, like, a viral video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even labels are doing that, though. Like, Def Jam had to death for a few artists. Yeah. I mean, it's not even, yeah, it's not even, like, unspoken. It's, like... It's just mm-hmm. that's sort of the way it, it's going now. I mean, so yeah, what, what do you think about like the future of music and marketing music and like what makes you click on something? You know what I mean? Like a blogger, somebody who gets inundated with all this content all the time. What makes you get interested in like a new artist? Uh, I mean, I'm constantly checking my emails and giving an artists a chance. I, I have like a popping and flopping section on my site, so mm-hmm. or a series. So I just you know give people that that. That don't have that major fan base a chance. So like, if they email me a song and I like it, I just post it. And like, yeah. even on Twitter, sometimes I just like, you know, people send me music, and if I like it, I post it. But don't, it is what it is. Yeah. So like, art people from labels send me music all the time, and I check it out. But if I don't like it, I'm not really gonna mess with it. Mm-hmm. And that's when they start texting me and calling me like, yo, <laughs> post that song <laughs> for me. But in terms of now, presentation is important. Like you need to have yes, everything yes, yes. on point. Your, your images for your singles, your videos, everything just has to be organized and on point to to get attention. Pretty much. Do you know about this this kid Rory? He has he dropped a video called God's Whisper. Nah, like a sixteen year old kid, or maybe maybe yeah, a young kid from Atlanta. He's dope, man, and and the presentation was just so on point, and like it came out, and a lot of people started talking about it. But it's just just because essentially there's this young sixteen year old kid in high school, and he's making videos that you know in terms of quality can compare with like. So yeah, that's like how Tyler created. He came out with his videos. That's how he really got big because his videos were so on point. Yeah, and that that helped his whole movement pretty much. Yeah. Having good visuals is always important, and there's a lot of producers and directors out there these days, so there's really no excuse. There's no excuse, man. That, you know, somebody... Cameras uh, are so cheap. My first camera, video camera was like 2Gs, now you get DSLR cameras for like $600, yeah, yeah, something so. like that. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's... I tell people this all the time that are trying to do something, you know, uh, that a lot of people are trying to do, is that, look, there's no excuse. There's, there's kids in high school making content that's, like, on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's there's kids that are doing stuff that is at, at such a high level, and they're just doing it for fun. So you, as a grown person, you know what I mean? It's like, if somebody in their 30s or in their late 20s is talking to me about, like, oh, well, I'm just, I'm not good at doing this, and I could be doing, you know, I could be doing this, but, like, I, I don't want to learn how to do this, or I don't want to you know, put the work in. It's like, what? To learn at all times. It's always. Like, That's what life I, is. When I was doing my site, I could have said, you know what? I'm going to just get a photographer. I'm going to just get a video editor. I'm not doing all this. But no, nah, I did it myself, because sometimes you got to just learn and do it. It's always better to know how to do it by yourself, at least. Yeah. And at the same time, when you know how to do certain things by yourself, especially in the creative realm, what I've found is that it's easier to tell people how you want it done. You know, like, I don't know how to, uh, 
I don't, I'm not, I don't know how to graphic design, right? But like, I've spent so much time with graphic designers on things, and I've like really asked questions and learned and Latin. So now, whenever I need graphic design work done, I can, I can sort of explain to my graphic designers what I need created. Like, I know what kerning is, and I know what like, you know, certain certain terms that they know how to talk about a certain lingo that like they use. I I know what that is, but that's just from like surrounding myself with those people and like being willing to learn. I think yeah, that's and that's, that's the a advantage. Must. You yeah. Get your get the best product that way. Yeah, absolutely, man. So what is like what's what's your goals now? Like what's in the future for you? What are you trying to uh, uh, to do? Since I've, I've transformed into Nigel International D now. Yo, yeah, man, this guy, Mister Mister Jet Setter, man. I'm trying to get like you. I've been traveling around the world now, so now I feel like. Uh, I'm gonna start a lifestyle website now. Okay. And uh, like, like sort of like uh, focus on travel. It's gonna have uh, fashion, travel, editorials. Okay. It's just stuff that can't fit on those hooking line. Cause sometimes I have like friends that have clothing lines or all kind of stuff, and they want me to post it. I'm just like, mm, it doesn't yeah, really fit really, on my yeah. site. So I need an, I need another platform to uh, to you know get out other things like. I post all my travel pictures on Real Talk and Why now, but it doesn't really fit on Real Talk and Why. So I just need to have like another site where I could actually, you know, do stuff like that. And I'm gonna start doing travel vlogs and all that because some mm-hmm. people they're scared to travel, they're scared to leave oh, the country, man. they're scared to go over the Atlantic. Nah, you got they're, to they're man. Just wanna it's, go, it's so they just want to go Miami and Vegas all the time, <laughs> or they might go to Cancun or DR if that's that's a big trip for them. But yeah. sometimes they're just scared, and then if they see me doing it, I think that'll make them feel more comfortable if I if I do a video vlog showing my travels to Dubai or something mm-hmm. and they're like you know what it ain't even that hard to make it out there so yeah. I'm gonna have that site and then I'm, I'm gonna give tips on you know how to make how to afford trips like that yeah that's a big thing there's um there's a lot of things you can do to make it easier on yourself like what's some, what, just give me an example real quick pretty much like getting certain credit cards and getting mileage accounts oh for sure for sure like I could pretty much go anywhere in the world right now, I went to, and it wouldn't cost me that much. So mm-hmm. just off the miles alone. So just learning out. I just learned that game like like really two years ago. I just figured all that out. Like I started googling it, and mm-hmm. I just started looking at it hard. And then yeah. I realized, you know what? I'm, I'm missing out on a lot of opportunities because it's money I'm spending anyway. Like you know, some people they always say, "Oh, I only use cash." I look at them like they're crazy. Like mm-hmm. there's no benefit for using cash. None. <laughs> Credit cards. Like I have American Express card. If I if they if I lose something, they'll reimburse me. Like not even if it's stolen, if I lose it, they'll reimburse me. And then I get points on top of that. So like mm-hmm. everything is makes more sense to use credit cards. You just need to have, you know, discipline. It's, yeah, for sure. For you discipline crazy. and have an, and have a knowledge and understanding and of the benefits. Yeah. And pay. yeah, I mean, there's I, no benefit to cash. You could just get robbed and your cash is gone. They <laughs> see my credit card. I will get that money back. Yeah. So. Yep. But yeah, the, the the lifestyle site is definitely something um I might launch soon. Probably uh probably in May. Um. I'm going to get a few travel vlogs going. So then I'm going to start the whole travel vlog series. Just like, you know, just just documenting my travels and giving tips here and there. And like maybe show certain places like, yo, there's the tallest building in the world. Give you a look at that, you know, or the pyramids of Egypt or whatever. Pyramids of Giza, Giza or whatever you say it. I think it's Giza. Giza? Yeah. yeah. So stuff like that, I could just highlight. Yeah. And, you know, hotel reviews maybe, you know, start getting, work, working with more of like corporate uh sponsors yeah yeah because i don't think we have that right now in terms of the urban community like who would you look to right now in terms of like travel and stuff like that um i mean yeah man you, you're, you're right i mean you know my buddy marcus troy he's he's like a travel guy he does a lot of stuff with travel um but for sure man I, I, it's something that i'm trying to get into as well myself man it's just i mean i travel a lot a lot of it is for work but i also want to now sort of share these travels and and encourage travel and that's a big thing with like this party being bi-coastal and this merch that i have coming out i was telling you about it's like it it essentially is um looking to promote travel and to promote like being outside of your comfort zone and just learning more things and all that stuff because it's number one it is cool as fuck to do and number two like it's just, it's necessary, and, like, we need to be doing that, especially as, you know, young black entrepreneurs, and, and, and uh, yeah, man, there's so many benefits to travel. Actually, travel becomes, like, a, a big theme in this podcast, man. I was just talking to 
to Karen Silva a few weeks ago about that, and you know she's she was listening to by yeah shout she's out, just shout out know, Karen Silva she's Karen, on me yep, I knew yep. Karen since she first started yeah man we we all were like starting together which is which started is crazy, from the bottom man. now we here <laughs> yeah but so, now nah, travel like it's like a passion to me now like I think so many the greatest moments of your life is gonna come outside the comfort zone absolutely like, so the biggest memories you're gonna have are gonna be places that you didn't expect to be and like the first I mean when I started late traveling pretty much because I didn't really go anywhere as a child I was just. I was in Brooklyn. I, ain't, <laughs> I was in the wrong, I, I might have went to like Florida. That was the biggest trip I took when I, my childhood. I mm-hmm. didn't go out the country and none of that stuff, which is like the case for a lot of people in Brooklyn. Right? They don't travel the world like that. Um, you know, sometimes they go away for school and all that, but I didn't do all that. But that's mm-hmm. good. If I, I would hope to give my kids the opportunity, but like I said, I didn't have the opportunity, so I didn't travel at all as a kid. And then my first trip overseas, I think it was with Fab, because uh, I was I was documenting his tours. And then he went Did you to, guys go to what, Paris? Yeah, he went to Paris and London and Manchester. and mm-hmm. So that was my first time out there, and I was hype. I was. I love Manchester. So Manchester was really dope. I was only in Manchester for a night. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, that did tour, you guys tour did you tour do that at M.E.N. Arena? Do you remember that? I'm not sure. Okay. But nah, yeah, tour that's life, where I was with, tour with life is kind of crazy. Like, sometimes you don't want really to get to experience places. Cause yeah, you just see the venue. You just see the, the, the basement of the venue. It depends. For... for um, for Paris, well, actually, we met in London first, and I flew out a day before them, so I got I was in London by myself for a day, mm-hmm. and I knew somebody out there, social media, you know, you could know people oh, yeah. around the world, so you got to use the advantage. That's so a, I met, that's I met up with a blogger from Hip Hop Chronicle, he had a site out there. Oh, out yes. yes, come on, man. Shout out to the homie. <laughs> yeah. I met up with him, and he showed me around London, and I was just like in the middle of nowhere, like, where am I? Like, it was a whole other world, like, yes. I was out there by myself. And that's like a great experience, even though it might be kind of scary because you don't know where the hell you at, you don't know where to watch out for. Cause I'm on my, I was on the train. He's like, "Yo, those buildings over there, don't go don't over go there." there. Yeah. Like, look, just like the projects in Brooklyn, yeah, yeah. I get that, <laughs> I get that idea quick, and you know, I learned quick. Yep. So our first time was out in London, then we went to Paris, and then we went to Manchester, and then um, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good experience. I remember we went to London. I mean, to Paris, you could see. The Eiffel Tower from the hotel, it was crazy. So I dropped my bags off and straight to the Eiffel Tower. It was like a few blocks away, like it was nice. crazy. So I mean that was that was a fun experience. It was for like an international basketball tournament. So okay. I got to be there for a couple of days. And then I mean I went to a few places with Fab, um, Jamaica. Um we went on recently like last year we went on a tour in Europe. Germany and Luxembourg and it was a lot going on. But yeah. Um, with the south of France with Fab too. I shot a music video in, over in there. Cannes. In Cannes. Yeah, Cannes yeah. is beautiful, man. That's was, like, that's was, literally one of my most like, favorite yeah, places in the world, man. Coming from Brownsville, Brooklyn, yeah, to yeah, south of France, that, man. the like, Mediterranean Sea, all the rocks and stuff. I don't oh. think a lot of people from Brownsville, Brooklyn, make it to the south of France. So yeah. that, was, that was a good experience. Um, so then it, traveling with him, it showed me that you know what, I could do these trips. You know, yeah. it ain't that it ain't that big a deal. It's just getting over that hurdle. So then after that, I started doing my own trips because. Again, when you when you're doing business tri- business trips, you don't get to do whatever you want. Like I can't just go and explore the whole city. I'm gonna have to be doing some work, so I can't just run around and do whatever I want. So I started, started taking my own trips. So for my 28th birthday, I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna do a real trip. I'm doing it by myself. I think I brought somebody with me, but that's not important. <laughs> you, already know, you already know how Twitter is. We we'll keep that on the low, on the they, low, they, low. They keep talking about fly out girls. Don't don't believe <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I do see that. What do they call uh, uh, like uh, fly, fly out, fly season. out, fly out season? <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm gonna dress fly out season afterwards. But um, <laughs> so I took a trip to Rome, then I went to Dubai, and on the way back I went to Egypt. So I was in Rome. I was in Rome for a night. No, I was in Rome for like a day. I landed like eight at night, and I had a, a tour booked. They came, picked me up from the hotel, drove around the whole city of Rome that, that first night. I, I was in and out real quick. The next mm-hmm. day, I left to Dubai. I was in Dubai three days. And then I went to Egypt. I was there for a day. Went to the pyramids and everything. I could see the pyramids from my hotel. So, I mean, that was like the first real, real trip I took on my own. So, then I took another trip. The last, the trip I took last year that was big was uh, I went to Tokyo, Beijing, and Hong Kong. What, when you're traveling alone, I guess what do, what do you, what are some things that you would tell people to look out for, or like how do, how do you book what to do? How do you know what to do when you're when you're going places alone? Well, sometimes most of the time I have company, but if I can't get company, I just do it myself. I was mm-hmm. in Hong Kong and Barcelona by myself. 
Um, no, but okay. So even I if you do have company, myself too. But um, how, how do you how do you know what to like do when you get there? I do research. I yeah. do everything. Like I, I don't have no travel planner. I just do everything. I plan all my trips. I go to TripAdvisor and they show you the top activities and top yeah. hotels and everything, top restaurants. And I just I just like I look at the go- the top attractions. I Google the city and see the you know the, the most visited places mm-hmm. and see what's interesting to me. Pretty much like what what do I have to see? Yeah. And a lot of times you Google go to cities. They have, like, stuff set up for tourism. Like, you go to the hotel or something, and they have, like, buses and all that. So, like, I went to Hong Kong they had, and Barcelona. They had, like, a bus that took you over the whole entire city. So, mm-hmm. once you once you get on that, you're good. Like, you're going everywhere. And then you could have set up certain toys. So, I remember about to Hong Kong. I went to, like, this big Buddha, and it was just crazy. Like, the whole experience game there was crazy. Like, you had to go on this huge tram with mountains and water. And it's just, like, you're in a whole nother world. Like, but it was a good, it was a great experience. Um, so I'm about to get another trip soon. I'm thinking like Thailand, Singapore, and I don't know. I gotta make it out to Africa. I mean, I've been to Egypt, but it was like it was like a Middle Eastern country. It wasn't really that many black people that I saw. Mm. So I want to do like you know like Kenya or something like that and yeah. go to a safari. But it's just a matter of time. I might do it this year. I'm not sure yet though. I'm sure. I'm sure you're gonna be going a lot more places, brother. Well, Nigel International D. Thank you so much, sir. Hold on a second. Yeah, I, have yeah, to, yeah. I have to address fly out season. Oh yeah, you go ahead, please. <laughs> Listen, if you go, if you don't, if you could travel a lot, you're gonna want company. Like certain mm-hmm. places you're gonna go, you ain't gonna go by yourself. Like I would go to, like a major city by myself, but I'm not gonna go to like the Maldives, Fiji, <laughs> Hawaii. You know, uh, you want to take a nice, a nice young lady with you? Yeah, I mean, it's, hard, it's nothing wrong with that, guys. You you want to make the most of it, like. Spend that extra money to make sure you have a great time. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Imagine you spend thousands of dollars to go on a trip somewhere and you don't even enjoy it. You're going to look back and you're like, well, I could have spent a few more money, a, few, a little bit more money and I would have had a great time. Like, yeah. So, I mean, keep that in mind sometimes. Yeah. Company does help. But, I mean, if you can't get company, you got to do what you got to do. You heard, you heard it from Mr. Flyout seeing himself. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. But seriously, no, I, I, for sure, everything you said, I definitely agree, man. But in terms of how the game changed, I think Twitter changed everything. I think it made life easier for a lot of people. Mm. But sometimes, you know, if you post too many links, it's, it comes off as spam. So you got to... That's why I make sure to, you know, talk to everybody. So it ain't like I'm just throwing links at them. They really, yeah, yeah. I'm really good at interacting with people. So that's why yeah. they really pay attention to me. So it's part of me building my brand, too, because, you know... I want to have a brand separate of Real Talk Am I. Nigel D's his own brand. Real Talk Am I is his own brand. My new site gives me his own brand. You got to diversify pretty much. You don't want to be stuck in a box. And nah. Sometimes people put themselves in a box. It's like reality, you're a reality show star. You don't want to be stuck in that box of being a reality show star. Like You want to do other things. You want to branch out. That's like when girls are called vixens. They don't want to stay being vixens. They want to do other things. Like I have a friend, Kyra Chaos. Um, she's doing she's DJing now so I mean mm. she's branching out to that she's taking her time learning the craft of course you're gonna have some haters you know yeah, like yeah, damn what, you, yeah. what do you think you're doing but you know let her do her thing you know so I mean I think though man, we're living in a time where you can there's, there's no limits man you can do whatever you want right now the only limits is what you put on yourself at this point like you, you know? could go on YouTube and pretty much learn anything like yeah. <laughs> all the credit card stuff I learned I just googled it and learned it like, you yeah. can pretty much learn anything you want online for free it doesn't matter you getting off Twitter Get off whatever sites you want. Yeah. Stock it. Get off the porn sites and learn something. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You should learn something every day online. Oh my god! I just said this the other day on Twitter, man. I, I was talking. Every day I don't learn something or I don't like get a piece of new information. I really feel like I wasted the day. Like I, I learned something about like retirement and all that stuff. I just started mm-hmm. googling that and that saved me thousands of dollars just just off googling that. It saved me thousands of dollars. Yep. Like it can really change your life if you just pay attention to the internet and use it to your abil- to use it to your best of your abilities. You know, it can enhance everything you're doing in life. Absolutely, absolutely. It's not just for fun. It so, can make you money, and it can make you a better person. Think about it, guys and with, girls. With, with that being said, um, man, seriously, thank you so much, bro. And uh, and yes, so you guys know every Monday. I'm hoping that this podcast enhances your life. I'm hoping that you get some type of gems and you get some information um, that you can really use and, 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 and you know, use, use these tools and use this information and hear some of this stuff from the people that are actually doing it. Some of my friends that are really 
doing amazing things. And um, and if you're enjoying it and if you're getting something out of it, please give a little bit of value back and support at patreon.com slash Jabari. Again, you can support with as little as $1 uh, each podcast. And you can set your max and your max can be whatever you want. You can only give $2 a month. You can only give $1 a month, whatever. But, uh, but yes, support independent media at patreon.com slash Jabari. And for those that are in Los Angeles, my next party, Colors, is coming up. Uh, May 2nd, go to la.mycolorsparty.com, all right, la.mycolorsparty.com, and you can get tickets and information there, um, and yeah, man, Nigel, tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can always check me on realtalknny.net, and, uh, my Instagram and Twitter is Nigel, N-I-G-E-L, underscore D. Awesome. All right, I'll put all the links in the show notes. And you guys already know, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. All right, it's Words with Friends. Please leave a comment uh, in the iTunes store, Words with Friends podcast. Search that. And um, that is pretty much it. All right, I'll see you guys, or I'll talk to you guys next week. All right, peace.